rather snappy, won't you? I have some very heavy thinking to do before 10 o'clock. All right. Hello. Welcome. Happy mid-morning. Actually, no, sorry. Late morning. You have found us again. This is the ThinkSpace IT podcast. And as my somewhat excited voice alluded to, we're going to talk about productivity apps. Namely, we're going to talk Microsoft 365. I know some of you out there like Google, and that's fine. To each their own. Nobody's perfect. Travis. I am a big proponent of Microsoft 365. Been using Microsoft for years. We are a Microsoft partner. Um, I absolutely love 365. I was not an early adopter. Um, Unlike some people, it kind of took me, oh, I don't know how long it took me, but it took me a while to get on board with the whole pay monthly thing. Because, you know, you don't really want to have to pay monthly for stuff. However, the improvements and the additions to the products that they offer um, have been pretty, pretty amazing over the last, I don't know how many years. And so I'm very much a proponent of 365 and I'm okay with paying monthly. Um, So I guess with that, Tony, this is going to be Pretty educational for you. Although I know you do have some experience with 365 apps. What have you personally worked with? Besides Outlook. I know because you're doing Outlook right now. Well, I'm trying to. (laughs) Sorry. It's not out. I should specify. It's not Outlook that's not working. It's the network right now. That's not. Oh, sorry. That's my phone's fault. I think that's why. But we won't blame your phone. It's fine. Okay. It's just his phone. It's my network. Um, what besides Outlook, you did mention you've used Teams Teams, before. And I love Teams. Okay. Teams is absolutely wonderful. And Outlook, I guess I really don't know what else. I'm I'm sure I've used several. So you're a novice. But yeah, like I don't know which ones I have used. And maybe that's kind of a good place that we could start is just kind of talking about the different Oh, no, absolutely. You're totally right. Products within um, Office 360, Microsoft 365. Yes, Microsoft. Well, there's Microsoft 365 and there's Microsoft Office 365. Now, as the Office part alludes to, your Office apps. You know, you're most familiar with Word and Excel and uh, PowerPoint. Those are probably the most used programs. And those I'm very well versed in. Okay, good. So then not going to have any issues there. And I would probably venture to guess that most people are probably maybe not well versed but definitely have heard the names heard and them. know what They've they do probably used them um maybe not too maybe the only exception extent, but... with powerpoint if you're not super familiar with that especially if you've ever heard the term death by powerpoint it's a presentation software so you can build different um slides sorry the word eluded me. <laughs> Apparently, I I really like the word elude today. I'm not sure hey, why. It's fine. Um, but you can put your presentations together on slides. You can put in fun effects like fade in. You can add video. You can add audio. Which is super cool. It is. Absolutely. I just recently found out through PowerPoint how to do a voice recording over individual slides. Ooh. So when you Fancy. save the full slide, you can save it as one long recorded presentation oh so like a webinar kind of yeah okay but instead of like saying okay i have to go through this entire 30 minute powerpoint without messing up once you can go slide by slide by slide by slide oh i like i had to do this um in a previous life and there were a couple slides where it took me just one or two tries to get it 
but then there are other slides that were very lengthy and I'm yeah. sitting there and I would record the entire slide, get down to the last sentence oh, no. and then mess up something or say oh. something wrong. And I'm just thinking, oh, crap. <laughs> well, see, think of how much worse that would be if you, if you had, had to, to do, do the, the entire thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like I felt real silly when I had to redo one slide when I got to the very end and messed up. But then I would think like you did. I'm like, oh, at least I have to do this entire thing again. Oh, I like right? the idea of doing it snippets. Yes. That's so much less mm-hmm. scary. The only bad thing about it, and maybe there's a way to do this. I just don't know yet. Is if you are at the very end, you can't just re-record that last little bit. You have to re-record the entire slide. Um, which is fine because typically you're not recording more than just a couple minutes on one slide anyways yeah well depending on how you build your slides because there are some people that put a lot of data on slides Mm -hmm. and depending on how you're putting your data on there whether it's words pictures diagrams what have you yeah if you've got a lot of words on there that can get kind of tricky since i didn't know that feature existed so thank you you taught me something new today i got you I don't know how that would work. I don't know if you can edit. I'm assuming probably not because editing audio is a little bit trickier. And, you know, if we have those questions, actually, we should bring Peggy back in for that. She would probably know. Well, so that's the other good thing is you can save your file with, like, you can save your PowerPoint with that recording on there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to save the presentation, just the just the actual PowerPoint Oh, the audio file recording. itself. Yeah. Okay. And then what you can do is, so say I record something, right? And you wanted to go in later and re-record over you could go as long as we save it to sharepoint or wherever where we both have access to or even if i email it to you or whatever mm-hmm. you could remove my recorded file for one of the slides oh. record your own over it and then the presentation would go and it'd be my voice my voice my voice and then you get to a certain slide where you would talk and then <laughs> sorry after- i'm interrupting <laughs> yeah exactly right and then when it gets back to the next slide it would be okay. me again. Okay. So it really does do it slide by slide. And yeah. Not, okay. That's super cool. Actually, so I'm looking at the list here of the 365 apps and services that they have. And I found something new. And of course, oh, there it is. So there's something here I'm not familiar with. And I'm super curious. So I find it funny that you actually brought this up because it's called ClipChamp. You can create and edit professional looking videos quickly and easily. So I wonder if it kind of has a tie in with that maybe. Maybe. But that's super cool because prior to that, you know, obviously your your most notable software for that, Adobe. And I'm an Adobe girl. You know, I've used Photoshop and Illustrator for years. I have recently started using Audition. Sorry, not Audition audition because I have been attempting somewhat successfully, somewhat mostly not successfully um, to record webinars from my office now that I have a cool new microphone. Thank you, Todd. But so yeah, Microsoft does have ClipChamp. So if you're, if you've got a 365 account and you want to get into this, check it out. And if you don't have an account, you can try it for free too, but it is part of the 365 lineup. So that's super cool. I didn't know you could do that with PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. I like that. I didn't either until I needed to. Well, hey. And it just took, I mean, the cool thing about Office that I found, Office, uh, whatever it is, Office 365, yes. the programs within it is, they're so friendly, like user friendly, you know? Like, so I they make you feel at ease. They make me feel at ease. They're, they, like they, a warm blanket. They read me a nice story with a nice warm Aww. cup of milk. 
on my bedside and they tuck me in and tell me a beautiful nighttime story and then wake me gently in the morning. When it's time to get work done. When it's time to get work done. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they make me feel. Aw. That's super sweet. (laughs) Did they give you a little teddy bear too? No. They're not they're not that nice. Well, okay, if you're taking note, Microsoft, throw on the teddy bear too. Throw on the teddy bear. Um. But they're 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 user friendly. They Um, are. And the other nice thing about them is someone whatever you need to do, someone's done it. And all you have to do is go to Google or Or your preferred browser, in this case, since we're talking about Microsoft Edge. True story. We'd go to Edge. Yeah. Apologies. You'd go to Edge (laughs) and Look up how to do something. Oh, there's tutorials up the wazoo exactly. out there. And they'll tell you, like, specifically, click here, click here, click here, click here. Or there's here. videos, and they'll literally walk you through it. Now, if you're looking for stuff, I am going to preface that by saying you want to make sure that when you're looking for something, you you stipulate the version of mm-hmm. whatever application you're using. Because there's still documentation out there for all the old versions of Word and Excel, and that's not going to work if you're working in 365 because they are completely different. And then there not just so many upgrades. Not even just which version you're using, but also what... Oh, whether you're using Mac Whether or, you're using a Mac or... Or Windows. Or Windows, so, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. There's, there's a lot of similarities. They're obviously not exactly the same mm-hmm. because Macs and... Or sorry, the, the Apple OS and Windows OS are not the same. But there are a lot of similarities. There's, There's yeah. just enough that sometimes the how-tos yeah, are going to be Yeah, you have to go different. a little different places yeah. to do to edit some settings via uh, Windows or Apple. Oh, for you Mac users. Hey. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you try it. You've probably tried it. I have. I've had two Macs in my past and, I, and an iPhone. We've talked why I love my Mac. And it's I fine. know. And it makes sense, actually. Mm-hmm. It totally makes sense. So you have Macs for personal use. Yeah. And you've had Windows-based machines for home or for work use, so it's that nice like my entire yeah my entire yeah. working career yeah. So um, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Then you know you just it's, you it's, have that line right there. Exactly. It's a really nice way to kind of shut off the working brain and start mm-hmm. your personal brain when you need to. Yes. Um, when I'm at home on my Mac, it's like okay, I'm home. I. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The mentality like, is completely different. Yes. You're not stressed looking anything up. And not that you're stressed when you're at work looking things up, but you just feel... When you're on the same machine all day. Yes. It doesn't feel as freeing is the only word I can yeah. kind of you, Your of mind hasn't found that separation between work and home. Exactly. And, you know, when you go home at night, yeah, you you need to have that separation. And we all have bad days too, right? And yeah. if you have a bad day and you're sitting on Windows all day and then you go home and you sit on Windows, that is just kind of going to carry over a little bit yeah but if you have a bad day and you're working on windows all day once you get home and for me when i get on my mac it's just like oh well bad day stays at work because i'm on a whole new it's yeah the other thing is there it's all a mental thing really it is right like they're really not that different in a large scheme of things when you're not i mean doing very trivial things like what i do yeah the foundation's there (laughs) yeah but yeah but that's completely Another That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, sorry. That just went on a whole tangent. That's okay. We we have a tendency to do that. That's nothing new by any means. So yeah, PowerPoint, Excel, Word, those are your primary applications. Access is out there as well, which I did take a class in college. And I did really well with Office and Word and PowerPoint when it came to Access. I did not do very well. What is um, access? 
I don't fully know. Um, <laughs> I can read you the description here. Please. I used to use it as a movie database. Not that it worked the way it was supposed to, but I used to log all the DVDs that we had and tried to log, you know, the big names who were in them. But it is a database app. The official information here is create your own database apps easily in formats that serve your best, your business best. I don't know. I'm going to have to dig into that. It's not something obviously I use. I'm not mm -hmm. sure how I would use it. But for some people, I mean, it's extremely helpful. So it has use, just not for me personally. Which is fine. Yeah. No, it, there's a lot of stuff out there that it's going to be useful for somebody. But I may not be able to use it, and that's fine. You know, that's the way the world works. It's all good. Um, but in recent years, Microsoft has come out with some pretty cool applications, most notably Bookings. I really like Bookings. It integrates with your Outlook calendar, and it's just it – basically, you can send people to it, and they can set up an appointment with you. Oh. So since it integrates with your calendar, they can see when you're not available so you don't overlap appointments. That's cool. And I haven't told you this yet, but we're going to integrate it for you. What? what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is, it's super cool. Um, I, you can put specific services on there that you offer. Like if you're a salon, you know, a haircut, uh, manicure, pedicure, you know, whatever you need to put on there. And then you can stipulate how much time it takes for this. You can set buffers between appointments. So in case it goes long or you mm -hmm. need to take a break. And then you can also, whoever, whatever team members you want to put on there to be able to schedule with, you can add them. So people have their choice when they go. They choose their service. Then they choose the person. And then they have a list of available times. And then they can schedule. Can you tell that to my haircut place? Because yeah. I was going to go there last night. And oh, no, time, I, I yeah, wondered how that went. The wait time was 52 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Because it looked gosh. like there was only one person. So I said, I'll go later. Oh, no. I know, which is fine. I don't. Oh, well, you're not too scruffy. It's, so. No, I don't like drastically need a haircut, but. Eh. But it is frustrating. Yeah, I'm going to try again this okay. weekend or tonight. Okay. Which is all fine. But yeah, it's it's super cool. I'm looking forward to actually getting that set up for you. So if you're taking note out there, you will soon be able to set up appointments with Tony via bookings. Cool. Set them all up. I'm here. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, another one of my favorites. Oh my gosh. I don't know how I would have forgotten this. Forms. You have experience with forms. Briefly, yeah. Yes. And now actually you're going to... I'm going to get a lot more versed in it. <laughs> yes, you will. Forms is exactly what you'd think it is. You can create whatever form you need and post it to the internet and collect your responses. I really like it. It has its uses. We use it for uh, CBBC, Council Bluffs Business Connections. We track our we track our networking activities, our one to ones, our closed business, all that stuff, and it's it's great because it dumps all of the collected responses in an Excel spreadsheet, so you can kind of see what's going on and and all that. And it's it's pretty easy to use. And then after that, actually, something that we've done is we use Power Automate to send notifications of collected submissions 
back to the people who submitted them. Mm-hmm. So they get a notification, hey, your your response was submitted. You're good to go. Which so, is very helpful. Yeah. And Power Automate, I'm not super well versed in it. I know it does a whole lot more than that particular thing. But it is pretty cool. I would check it out because, as we like to say, automate the shit out of everything. If you don't have to manually do it and it can save you time, automate it. Check it out. It's it's pretty awesome. Let's see here. What else is on our list? Edge. Well, that's that's pretty obvious. That's, you know, we went from Windows Explorer to Edge. Um, sorry for those of you that like to explore and hate Edge. It's just what Microsoft did. You know, I actually like Edge. Really? So in my previous job, I had different computers I would work on on a regular basis. And I had a lot of favorited websites that I would use very regularly. Yes. The awesome thing with Edge is that it integrates between computers. So for instance, if something was to happen to my laptop, right? I have a bunch of our sites that we use regularly favorited Mm -hmm. already. If something was to happen to my computer and I needed a temporary one or a new one altogether, I just need to log back in and it's going to automatically carry all my favorites over for me. Can I tell you something? Yes. That's not just Edge. Well, that's what I use it for. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're totally right. It does that. But there's a bigger piece to it oh. that I'm not sure. Okay, so this is, I wasn't going to get into this quite yet, but since you already segued there, mm-hmm. I'll go there. So one, one of the many things I love about 365. So when you log into your computer, you use your account credentials. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. I think you like it's not just the web browser. No, no. No, yeah, it does it for everything. So so when you log in, you log in with your 365 credentials. You have all your apps that you get through your 365 mm-hmm. account, including Edge. Everything is all interconnected. Yes. And then you also have SharePoint, which you can sync to your laptop, your desktop, whatever. You also have OneDrive. And OneDrive in the past however many years, I have come to know and absolutely adore because I have my computer at work. I have my laptop. Sometimes I'm on both. Sometimes I'm only on Mm -hmm. my laptop at home. Sometimes I'm only on my desktop at work. But it doesn't matter where I am. I still have access to all of my files that are in OneDrive. No matter where I am, as long as I have internet, it doesn't matter. It's in this all there. day and age, you always have internet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> theoretically. Theoretically. But theoretically. even if you're in a spot that you don't have internet, you have your phone, theoretically, that you can use Like right spot. now, like we're right hot spotting yeah. off my phone. But everything syncs up to the cloud, which we'll talk about the cloud later. It's the cloud, but not... In, yeah, anyway. But everything is all synced. So all of your preferences in your 365 account for your applications, for everything that you have, your documents, no matter what device you log into, it's going to bring those applications. There's, sorry, not the applications. It's going to bring those settings in. Which is so stinking so cool. That's why when you would log into another computer, you would still see all of your favorites. Which is amazing. It is. It's nice because, yeah, if I save a recipe at work, I'm going to want access to it Mm -hmm. at home. Otherwise, you know, I'm not going to cook at work, which I do, but I'm one of those weird ones. I take my Instapot to work and occasionally cook supper. Hey, it's all good. Yeah. Or I cook lunch for everybody either way. But, yeah, so 
Microsoft is hugely integrated within itself, which, I mean, you would kind of expect it's Microsoft. Mm -hmm. You'd expect it to be integrated. But the beauty of this integration then, when you get a new computer, if all of your documents and everything were in OneDrive, all you have to do is log into your new computer with your credentials. Everything's there. That's all Jason did when I got this new computer a little over a year ago. All he did was log in. And everything. It's... Everything was there because everything is synced through mm -hmm. the cloud. So all my, my files were there because prior to that, I had moved everything into OneDrive. So all we had to do was sync my OneDrive and my SharePoint to my laptop and everything was right there. It's really just kind of a huge convenience to uh -huh. when you don't have to... I mean, think about our phones now, right? Whenever yes. we get a new phone, everyone loves to get a new phone, but they also hate it because they have to reset everything. Oh, it's so uh, frustrating. Then you all your backgrounds, your ringtones. Exactly. And it's painful. Once again, people, I'm an Apple person, right? But even when I get a new iPhone, like depending on when I last backed my iPhone up to the cloud, which I don't do very often and I should and I know that. I don't know if I've ever backed up my phone. Yeah, but like... Last time I got a new phone, I think, it, like, pulled over a phone from two years prior. Oh, no, you're kidding. So I had, I was missing so many phone numbers. Oh. A lot of photos were gone. Things of that, like, things like that. So that's one thing that's kind of cool about Microsoft here is you mm -hmm. don't need to worry about it when you have your computer. Well, and. Which, let's be real, we put a lot more on our computers than we do on our phones. Oh, my, well, but when our phones are tied to our computers as well. Because if you, like I do, you log, you have Outlook mm -hmm. with your 365 account on your phone, it syncs your contacts. Yes. Yes. So even on, <laughs> you're looking at me like, what? No, seriously. It's, it, you have all your mail on there because it's grabbing everything mm -hmm. from, from the cloud. It's grabbing your contacts too. Your to-do oh. lists or your tasks, all of that. Crazy. Your calendar. Yeah. So you have everything on the go. It's there. It's very nice. It is. Let's see. What else do we have on our list? I think we already talked about Teams. Teams is super awesome. If you were a fan of or previously used Skype, Skype kind of turned in. Well, it didn't turn into. They did an offshoot called Skype for Business. And Skype for Business became Teams. So it's a communication platform. You can call people. You can do uh, video chats. And of course, you can, I don't want to say text people, but you can, you know, if you ever used AOL Instant Messenger, mm -hmm. it's an instant messaging service. Well, I think a cool aspect of Teams also is if you are doing a, well, one, the integration between that and your Outlook is amazing. Yeah, Well, because it syncs whenever, with your yeah, calendar too. And whenever you set up an appointment, it automatically sets up a Teams invite. Yes. Whether it's an in-person meeting or not. And you can turn that off. You can, yes. But if you invite someone. Mm-hmm. It's going to send a Teams invite. Yes. Which is already amazing in and itself, right? But in that Teams meeting, so if you're having a Teams meeting with several people and you need to record it, it saves the recording in that Teams conversation for you. So anyone who is in that meeting can go in and download that recording. Anybody who has access to it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's really cool. And the integration is cool too, because then it creates that Teams conversation with that group mm -hmm. of people that you can continue the conversation even after 
that meeting is over. Yep. You can still message people back and mm -hmm. forth. You can pass documents through Teams. Yeah. Um, actually, I've been doing a lot of that uh, this week. Anytime, you know, I've got somebody on site and I need to make sure that they get something signed, I will send it to them either via email or via Teams and it just pops in there and they have access to it. They can download it super easy. It's just, it's handy. And again, it integrates with Outlook. It integrates... It's actually, it integrates with SharePoint too, I believe. Well, like you said, it's, it's kind of like instant messaging. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is instant messaging, yeah. but it's kind of like texting in a way too, because even over at ThinkSpace, if someone answers the phone, how many times in our group teams meeting, do we just say, Hey, could someone call yep. this person? Yep. Cause it's just a full conversation i guess i don't know what you'd call it where all of us are on there oh yeah you can set up different groups of people if yeah. you want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation or in our case um i have several pinned to teams we have an everyone chat where it's everybody in the company that way you know hey like like for example you know somebody called the other day hey can you can you call this person back and it's not necessarily you know asking somebody specific it's hey this person called somebody needs to call exactly. them back and somebody take this please and then someone just responds yeah i got it yeah it's it's it, it's kind of almost an intercom system kind of. of sorts but like the new age intercom and not near as intrusive no because it's not like in your face somebody's you know mm -hmm. speaking to you it's a message which again there's an app for your phone so you can get it on your phone as well so even when i'm out and about or when you're going to be out and about you know, I can either text you, I can Teams you, I can email you, I can call you. You can call people through Teams too. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess in that respect, I mean, just there might be a few too many communication avenues, but it's so great. Jason accidentally teams you yesterday instead of calling. Wasn't it yesterday or Oh, that's a couple right. Days ago. Yeah. He accidentally well. teams you instead of calling. <laughs> Yeah, yourself. that's right. I forgot about that. And <laughs> and that has happened more than once. He has actually, he has teamed us all um, a couple of times. And I think we've all probably done it once it happens. or twice. So it is possible, but it's it's great. You know, like our Monday morning meetings, we have an, uh, a whole staff meeting. And for those people who are on the go and can't be in the office, just have to teams in or call into the meeting. And that way we're still all connected. Um, you know, if they're working from home or working from a job site, you can teams in with video and we can see everybody mm -hmm. and it's, it's super helpful. So yeah, it's, it's a great communication and productivity app in and of itself. I really like it. Honestly, I'm some days I'm not sure how we'd function if we didn't have it. I know we could because we, could. we used we, to, yeah. but it, this makes it so much easier. It is. And just, we keep saying the integration, but Literally, the integration between all the systems through Outlook is what makes it powerful. So powerful. And just so convenient and easy to continue your day without really any hiccups with the uh, systems themselves. Now, that's not to say that Microsoft doesn't ever have hiccups. They do. Much like Everyone anybody does. else, yeah. nothing is perfect. You know, you're going to have occasional issues. However... You know, we don't see it too terribly often, and when we do see it, it doesn't usually last very long, so it's not like it's going to impact your entire day. Um, I mean, not to say that it couldn't, it's just it doesn't typically. So, yeah, the, the reliability, the accessibility, the usability, apparently I like the words with ability in them, um, it's just, it's amazing. 
And I've come to learn, and I think this is what kind of confused me or made me not so sure about it at first, was I couldn't understand why they were charging every month. I completely understand now. With 365, they are constantly updating, Mm -hmm. upgrading, what have you. And instead of waiting for every new version, every, what, one or two years, whatever their schedule was, they're doing it a lot faster, a lot more frequently. So your stuff updates a lot of times in the middle of the night. So when you come in in the morning, it's already updated. Which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're getting all the new stuff so much faster. You're not having to buy a new download disc or new download key every single time. Yes, you're paying monthly on it, but you're paying for the convenience, mm-hmm. the sheer mass of products that it contains. I mean, I haven't even done a count, but there's, I don't know, there's a lot on the screen in front of me. I'm looking at a list too. And it's- yeah, it's, it's crazy. So it makes sense. And the fact that, here's the other thing that really kind of blew my mind. When you used to have to buy the disc, you know, how many times would you have the problem where, you know, Jane Doe is is trying to open a file, but the compatibility is not there because the file was created on a newer version of Word and she was using an older version. So many times. That doesn't exist anymore because when you do 365, you're always on the same version as everybody else. It just automatically updates. You don't have the compatibility issues anymore. So you don't have downtime where that's concerned, where you're like, oh, I have to reformat this, or I need you to come here and read it, or, you know, whatever the case may be. The excuses, the downtime, that's all gone. It's just, seriously, it's <laughs> it's worth checking out. I know it may seem kind of costly, but when you're thinking about the time you're saving, mm-hmm. you got to remember time. Your time is valuable. Your time is worth money. So take that into account when you're looking at your budget and trying to make room for this. It is very well worth it. And just even not all from a business perspective, but on a personal level too. Like I said, I use my Apple products at home, right? However, I do not like Apple's versions of what Office has, of Microsoft Office's Word, Excel, PowerPoint. I, I don't like the Apple versions of those. What's so different that you're not super keen on it? Well, one, it's incredibly difficult to email one of those files to someone else because most people use Word. They use Excel. They use PowerPoint. So, so the when compatibility you, between so the when operating you email systems. them, it just it doesn't carry over correctly. Okay. Some people can't open it because they don't have access to that. Um, and there's just a lot of little things here and there that I just I was not a fan of. And to be clear, that's not a failing on the Apple version's no. part. It's 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 not a failing at all, really. It just it kind of highlights the market difference mm-hmm. between the number of Apple users versus the number of Windows users. Exactly. And a lot Windows of businesses users, yeah, use Windows. Exactly. You know, you used to see a lot more Macs years ago. There are still some businesses who use Macs. We have customers who use Macs, but it is not near as much as it used mm-hmm. to be. So yeah, that's not a failing on Apple. No. At all. And I, I can use their versions of those uh, products. I just prefer to not 
have to. <laughs> so I've purchased the personal like at home office so that way I don't have to okay. use their version at home. I can use Word and Excel and PowerPoint. So it makes it kind of nicer for me too. So do you have a Windows device at home that you're doing this? Nope. I do it on my Mac. Okay. Because I, d- I don't download Windows. I've just downloaded Office. For Windows. For Mac. Okay. So here's something I don't know if we've talked about yet, since you're still kind of new to some of this stuff. So when you get, and I don't know if this is true for every single subscription, but for especially the Enterprise Edition subscriptions, when you purchase that subscription for each license you buy, you can put those apps on up to five devices. Oh, really? Yeah. So for those of you out there who are using 365 and you have multiple licenses because, well, and I'm going to preface this by saying, whatever you do, please keep it legal. Don't, don't, don't. Don't hit the gray areas. Don't hit the, no, let's keep it legal and ethical, please. You know how I feel about that. Um, but we always tell our team, you know, you're, you're likely going to be working from home because most people just do. Mm-hmm. So if you're using your home computer, use one of your extra licenses on your home computer. That's fine. It's a work resource. Use it. As long as it's legal, it's all good. Yeah. So I, I really, you know, if, you're, if you've got a home license, and I think those you can put on up to five devices. I'm looking right now. Actually. So if you've got, you know, if like you and your wife have two devices, you have the same license, but you can put it on those two devices without having to buy a separate license. So it's, it's very cost effective in that respect. So let's, I did not do that one. I got See, the, and I'm not familiar yeah, with the home home. I did an office home, which is just a one-time okay. thing, but yeah, it's just one PC or Mac. Okay. But it doesn't have all the great features that everything else. This literally just has Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. Okay. So that's just... And okay, I think it but, has... And I get that outlook, because that's home use. Yeah. You're not going to really need a lot of this stuff no. for home use. But for business purposes, your business standard licensing, all that stuff, I'm pretty sure those will give you up to five devices to install on, which I believe includes your phone too. So like for you, you use your phone for work, although your calls do come in, you're not using your your Mm -hmm. personal phone number, but you know, for Outlook and whatnot, that's all covered. So it's kind of nice. I mean, the scalability is fantastic, especially if you have a lot of devices. Which most of us do these days, Mm, right? Most Most of us have, yeah. I mean, I have one, two, three, four devices that I use for work. Two desktops, a laptop, and a phone. Yeah, it's... That's because I work from anywhere. Yeah, and that's kind of how it is a lot of places, right? Like when I was with the bank, I had my Teller computer. I had my laptop for my office. And then I, too, had Outlook on my phone and Teams Mm -hmm. on my phone so I could stay up to date with whatever issues were going on well especially for you in your position you needed to be reachable exactly so yeah absolutely Um, it's like i was using three devices regularly there so it's just kind of the way the world has gone in terms of businesses in general that we have to be able to be mobile and have to Mm -hmm. have that capability of having all of our 
devices sync together and work together so we're not seamless yeah so we're not inconveniencing our clients yeah and not conveniencing our teammates or ourselves for that Mm -hmm. matter because like i mentioned you know your time is very valuable so you know hiccups not helpful they're not the end of the world but you know it's it's kind of frustrating it breaks your concentration and and that kind of stuff so it is nice to have that that seamless integration with all your devices all your apps Seamless is a good word, gotta say. But yeah, let's see. What else is on our list? Visio. That is one that we have used in the past. I know a lot of companies out there use it. I do not currently use it, so I'm not super fluent in it. And honestly, I'm not super fluent in a lot of this stuff. And I see there's new stuff that I've never heard of. So I'm gonna be digging into this. But the stuff that I do use... I use on a daily basis. I'm constantly in Word. I'm constantly in, oh, OneNote. I don't know how I didn't talk about OneNote. So thanks to Craig, one of my peer group members, I started using OneNote about 13 months ago, and I am in love. I've got to admit, have you ever checked out OneNote? Mm-mm. <gasps> you should do it. You should. You should download it. If you don't have it, it's great. Um, So think of OneNote as a binder, kind of like the binder I handed you yesterday. So the binder I handed him yesterday is it has documentation and processes and all the stuff about who we are as a company, what we do. So think of OneNote as a binder. You can have separate folders. And then within those folders, you have separate documents. It is so super cool. Yes. I know you're looking. I see that look. I do. (laughs) He's looking at me like, what? What? Really? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, So looking at mine right now, because I have it open, I have a to-do folder. I have my peer group folder. I have business development, employee development, sales development, marketing, purchasing, internal vendors. Then here's the super cool thing. Quick notes. So the Mm -hmm. notes that I put... On my phone. Save in two. They sync into OneNote. It is so cool. That is cool. Yeah. And I can handwrite them or I can type them either way. And when I handwrite it, it translates into OneNote as handwritten. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, it doesn't alter it. It's mm-hmm. so cool, guys. Uh, I mean, all in all, I have, let me count this up. I have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. I have 13 folders in here for all the stuff that I have to focus on within the business, which is a lot. And so I'm looking at my marketing folder at the moment and I have one, two, three, I have 14 different pages for various marketing things. I have a podcast page because, you know, I got to keep track of what, exactly. what we talk about and all that stuff. Uh, marketing ideas, schedules, Facebook posts, coming up with new ideas, webinars. It just, it's so great. It just allows you to keep things organized. And again, like everything else, it syncs. So when I open it up at the office, after I've worked on my laptop, it's all there. And I don't think I mentioned this earlier, so I'll do it now. You can use this stuff even if you're not connected to the internet. Oh. You can still open your files as long as you're, say, okay, in my case, so my laptop was connected to the internet, so it's, it's synced, it's good, but then I go offline and I open it up, so everything's up to date, I make my changes, everything's fine. Once I get back onto a network, 
it's going to connect and it's going to sync back up. That's cool. So it's not like you can't use this stuff even if you're off the grid. You mm -hmm. can. Um, you just need to get back to an internet connection and sync it back up before you work on the document elsewhere. Otherwise, sometimes, you know, it has a few hiccups, but it's not a huge deal. It, it fixes itself. But yeah, if you haven't checked out OneNote. I just put it on my good. Oh, and I'm, I'm looking so at proud. it right now while you're going through it. So yeah, it seems really helpful. And you're right. It's kind of like that binder. Yeah. But like a newer, more tech savvy version of a binder Very and a much lot so. less paper. Um, no I, paper cuts. <laughs> oh man. Yes. No paper cuts. That is super awesome. I'm not going to lie. Trying to find the right page. So I had some stuff in here, probably for business development. I've copied stuff out of web pages and it will bring, it'll actually like at the bottom of it, it'll say from, and then it'll give you the link for the page that you pulled that information from. Oh, that's cool. So even if you need to go back to it later, you have that link. You haven't lost it. So you've still got your original source. You can you can chuck photos in there, images, like just copy and paste like you would with, mm -hmm. with Word, with whatever. Seriously, it's a game changer. I can think of so many people that this would benefit. Uh, honestly, any industry. And yeah, you can attach a full, like I just tried to drag in a document like a word yeah. document and it just drags right in yeah i have a folder for internal vendors and i've attached uh uh the business cards from outlook so that god forbid if something happens to me jason can pop in here and he can find out okay i need to find the contact for this i need to find out what's going on with this and everything's right there so it's super helpful for day-to-day -day stuff but you can also kind of future-proof things mm -hmm. where if something happens, somebody can come in here and they can, you know, all the documents are there. So it's, it's, thank you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I, I owe a lot to you for showing this to me because I had tried it once before and I just didn't get it. And so I kind of just went, meh, whatever, not going to do this. <laughs> I get it now. I'm a believer and if you're on the fence about it, I know I have the song going through my head too, <laughs> but the monkey's version. Obviously. Um, if you're not on board with it yet and you want to see how it works, talk to us. I am more than happy to show this to you. I'm giddy about it. Even just, just looking at all the stuff I have to do, I'm still giddy about it because it's OneNote and it's so cool. I like it. You don't have to print pages out anymore. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> so clearly we are fans of I am, Office 365 yes. and Outlook 365. Like it's I am. I know not everybody is. And that's fine. Like I said, to each their own. But I'm a 365 fan. Absolutely. I like the productivity. If you find something out there that works better for you and provides you what you need, that's great. If you haven't landed on anything and you want to talk, Give us a call. Mm -hmm. We'd be more than happy to give you a good demo. Actually, we can even get you set up with trials, I think one month trials. Um, so you can see for yourself how everything works and how it might benefit your team. But seriously, you got to check it out. If you want to automate stuff, if you want to streamline what you do, check it out. It's It might just rock your world. Not going to lie. Yeah. I think that's been a great conversation. Okay, cool. Anything else you want to touch on with 365? I don't think so. But the, you know what the great thing about it is, is that there is so much 
but there's also a lot of resources oh, absolutely. within them, yes. w- within Office that we can use if we want to figure out how to do more and figure out what mm-hmm. else they have. Mm-hmm. So that's the great thing, too, is... They have great uh, help features if you, for example, if you open up anything really, even OneNote, I believe, maybe not OneNote... You want to talk, don't you? I do. I heard on the radio the other day that they are bringing back the paperclip for Word. Oh, they're bringing back Clippy. I don't know how true it is, but I heard they're bringing... His name is Clippy. They're bringing Clippy, Clippy back. I heard it. I don't know if it's true. All right. We're going to have to look into that. I haven't we'll missed him. We'll let you guys all know. I haven't missed him, but I... don't I, think anybody has. But I have missed him at the same time. <sighs> I've missed... I, I, I miss... I so miss. happy. Yeah. And I think everybody needs some happy in their life. Exactly. Every day. I missed him and haven't missed him. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, that was just a tangent. But no, no, no. no I heard. I thought I should share. Um, we'll we'll dig into that and we'll get back to you guys. Um, be sure to check our social media and we'll we'll post some info up there. But real quick, going back to resources. For example, I've opened up a Word document I have because I want to be sure I'm speaking accurately. Right at the top, there's a big old search bar. So in that, you can, it says specifically, search for actions, text, help, and more. Type in what you're looking for, and it's going to point you in the direction. Funnily enough, and yes, I did say funnily. At the bottom of it, it even has a couple of my team's conversations with two of my teammates. And I don't know that I had ever seen that before. So that's super cool. I can share the contact. Yeah, I can share it. I can see the contact card. Um, I can look at previous notes. I can search for how to do things within Word. And of course, as always, if you need resources, check out YouTube, check out the web. There is a ton of stuff out there. And one more shameless plug. Wow, I sound so much different now. Horror story time. Oh, no. When I was in college, I was writing a paper and my computer died halfway through. <gasps> no. But Word has this beautiful feature. Yes. Where it automatically saves every so often. Mm-hmm. And I almost cried because I was almost done with this paper. Like, it was one of my final papers. So, you know, it was 12 plus pages long. I was almost done with it. I pull Word back up and thinking like i have to rewrite this entire paper like what am i gonna do it says it looks like you closed without saving would you like to pick up where you left off it didn't save where i was exactly at but close enough it there were only like a paragraph or two oh, nice. missing in this you know 12 i guess a 12 plus page paper yeah that's that's massive i cried like oh. i thought i would but this time it was happy tears oh. i'm just thinking thank you word <laughs> And yes, you're totally right. Uh, Word, Excel, OneNote. I don't know if they actually specifically say it. I'm going to do a little test here. Um, No, it doesn't specifically say that it's saving, but I mean, in my heart, I know it is. But if you... (laughs) That's all that really matters. I know, right? In Word, and I know PowerPoint does, and uh, Excel... There is actually an autosave feature in the upper left-hand corner. You can toggle it on. You can toggle it off. And the cool thing is if you type into it like I'm doing right now, after I'm done. Oh, I know why it's not saying it because I'm not actually hooked up to the internet. (laughs) (laughs) But normally if you make a change, it would say saving. And Mm -hmm. when it's done, it'll say saved. 
Oh, actually, no, I am. Now it said saved. Previously, it said, it said like last time saved was yesterday. But I forgot I'm actually hooked up through my, my I'm hotspotted through my phone. So it will tell you if you make a change, it will say saved or it'll say saving, saved, whatever. So yeah, it's going to save your, your hind end. And it's, it's a wonderful feature. I know it can also be frustrating because I'm going to warn you right now. Well, not warn you, but here's a little tip. If you're opening a document and you want to use what's there, but slightly change it as another document, when you go in, immediately do save as. Mm -hmm. And before then rename it. Yeah. yeah, before you change anything. Because anything you change, it's going to be to that original document. Yep. So just a helpful tip out there from somebody who has been there more than once. Unfortunately. Learn from those of us who have suffered, but it's okay. We learn, we grow, we get on, we go on. Um, I mean, we could talk about some of these cool features for oh my gosh, forever. Yeah, like the fact could. that when you pull up Word, Excels, PowerPoint specifically, it's going to give you some suggestions on the type of format you want before yeah. you even get into the actual system. It's going to show you your most recent documents that you used. Mm -hmm. like, Which is super helpful when you completely forget what you named something. Exactly. And learn from somebody who's been there. So, I mean, like I said, we could talk all day about this, but. Oh, easily. We could talk more than a day about this. And we'd love so to. to it. We'd love to. Yeah. Reach out to us. Yeah. Call us. Email us. Find us on social media. We'll talk to you. We'll we talk will. your ear off. You're, you're going to be bored probably, but we're going to enjoy it. Not necessarily because the upside Towards the is, end of the conversation. Depending on what time of day you talk to us, <laughs> we might bring donuts or something. <gasps> so there you go. There's a little teaser. There's never a time of day for donuts. Well, that's true. There's not. It is always donut o'clock. I know. Donut o'clock is great. Um, but on I that... always sound good. Donut day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the geek is strong with that one. I love it. Um, on that note, <laughs> seriously though, if you have questions, want to talk more, you know, get a hold of us. We'll be happy to talk to you. Don't get us started on. <laughs> and until then, I am Jessa. And, and I'm Tony. And we will see you later. Thank you, friends. If you like what you heard in this podcast, or heck, even if you didn't, Check out our other episodes on virtually any streaming podcast service. You can also get social with us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And most importantly, check out our website at thinkspaceit.com.